Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Dragon Ball Episode 1 is going to be under the microscope today. Uh, the Kayfabers are watching us record this video in real time uh, at our live stream to the biggest supporters on our Patreon. Patreon.com uh, slash Cartoonist Kayfabe is where you can get there and depending on your level of support you're getting one, three, or all of our videos each week before anybody else, and that completely mitigates the kayfabe effect, uh, pays for itself once you, we talk about a comic that might be prohibitively expensive towards the end of the day. It's the people in the king kayfabe or catbird seat that are getting these comics before you do on eBay, Amazon, and your local comic shop. So consider that if, you, uh, if we ever inspire you to buy something or try to buy something. That was a little bit too expensive uh, by the time you got to those eBay, eBay and Amazon links. But these videos are also brought to you by the books that we make. And you're looking at a smorgasbord of what we have out there in the wild right now. I have uh, the Red Room series, two trade paperbacks of that out there. Hip Hop Family Tree is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. So there are four volumes and two box sets of that. X-Men Grand Design and WYSIWYG. Jimmy has Street Angel comics out there. Five big hardcover albums, trade paperbacks, Hulk Grand Design coming uh, within uh, the next month or so. And Plain Change is his uh, shoujo manga that has uh, received tremendous fanfare. Buy our books, support the channel. Jimmy is a consequence of covering a couple pretty bad issue <laughs> ones uh, last week on the channel. And uh, over time, we got an issue one playlist. Uh, many bad issue ones that <laughs> that abuse themselves of disabuse themselves of uh any kind of storytelling structure or introduction to characters problems the world uh, that that these characters inhabit i thought we we should take a look at uh a comic that gets started really really well the, obviously the dragon ball for people who have read dragon ball and dragon ball z um it doesn't end where it started but it is uh pretty cogent in the intentions the obstacles the characters what they can do what their motivations are and what they want in this world uh if 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 you don't do anything in an issue one follow the formula of have one thing that two different people want and uh you build an instant conflict yeah, it's a good place for you to start man so uh, if you don't have some of these uh, the Dragon Ball trades or anything that are out there, you can uh, go to the Viz website or there will be a link in the description below where they put out a couple of the first episodes of uh, the, the Dragon Ball series, which, which was uh, serialized in Shonen, Weekly Shonen Jump. So about 15 pages every single week of Dragon Ball would uh, see the light of day in that magazine. And then you get 10 of those done, you get to have a trade paperback. Every three, four months, new, new trade paperback. Also, uh, compliments to Viz on this particular volume, because it's such a reader-friendly book. Yes. You know, this is the same volume that I have as well. It's, you know, three of these books in, in one volume for 15 bucks at the time. Like, it's a really reader-friendly, nice book. And if you were buying this as a gift for somebody, man, you get this a is lot a of lot of reading. Like, yeah. it, it really is a nice package. Yes, sir. Here is the splash to uh, the very first episode, and you got a young Goku who is clearly proficient in something. He's got a monkey tail that inspires curiosity, has a big-ass sword, knife, whatever. Uh, great scenery. I put Akira Toriyama up there with Otomo, 
with Mobius, with the greats of uh, the comics medium. I think he does some world building too really well in this first issue, which yeah. is what makes a good first issue. But I love that first caption. Long, long ago in a deep, dark forest, far from civilization, beyond a towering range of... Well, you get the idea. Yeah. It's the kind of place a story like this has to begin. I love it because the alternative, and we've looked at a lot of number ones, is let me try to tell you all this stuff. Let me have seven pages of like biblical history. Right. It's the worst. I don't want to read that. I want to get into this. This yes. is an intriguing looking character. You've, you're drawing pictures so I can see the world. Let's just go. We can catch up along the way. And I feel like this is a little bit of tongue in cheek fun. It's something that we're going to get in uh several times in this episode and throughout the complete run is uh, a little whimsy little humor i appreciate it whenever he he can draw everything and the designs of everything that he draws uh is just it's totally cool it's so unique it's clearly him i down to these vehicles i was gonna say you go from that first page in the middle of a jungle forest kind of fantasy setting Turn the page, you get a sci-fi vehicle that looks amazing. Yeah, and he's just so good at that. And he could twist these vehicles up in, in any sort of angle, and, and it maintains its integrity and still still feels the same. Uh, so, you know, typical like kind of splash page thing. We have our introduction to the character, and he's pulling a stump. So he has some knowledge of the martial arts, and he's stronger than the average bear. That's what we're selling here. We cut back and forth to this girl. You know, we're just catching glimpses. She's uh, she's looking for something, but not before you see Goku praying to a little orb that he calls his grandpa. So is his essence in there? Is his spirit? Is his energy in there? The the ball has uh, four stars. Hey, worth uh, as a Western reader, this calls to mind. I would read like old X Men, and Wolverine would cut up firewood. Would be like a uh, something I saw more than once in a Wolverine comic. Right. So here we go. Is the uh, the Dragon Ball version of that? Yes. And here's her introduction to the Balma character. She's looking around. We don't know what it is that she's looking for yet. But she's got a little detector and a pretty cool little smart car to uh, to take her to her destination. Something tells me that there's going to be a little bit of uh, interaction between her and this young Goku. Definitely feels like we are... Uh, those two are going toward the same place, right? Yes. Boy's a little bit hungry, man. You know, he wishes he spotted a tiger... So, what's that tell you? Fearless. You know, we don't need a caption to tell, tell us that he's fearless. He's a little boy, and he's not worried about bumping into a tiger or a bear. Yeah, and sticking with this idea of, like, whimsy and fun, jumping off of your waterfall, catching that, that branch and being flung yeah. to the next page. Again, the, like, just move us. Yeah. Have fun. Show us something. If you're going to draw something, like, let's move around. This is a cartoon. Yes, Hops onto a rock, dangles that tail, and when you see just the, <laughs> these designs, right? Like, that is such a solid fish. I, you, I get the sense that Toriyama can just, he can just see these ideas of his in 3D. He twists these fish around and just knows what, they're, what they look like at the end. And when the boy is, uh, captures the fish, knocks it out, and is uh, dragging it to his final destination... It feels solid, you know, like seeing a top-down three-quarter view of this fish that you designed. That speaks of a guy who just, he knows what he's drawing. Yeah, and it was a two-page action spread. Once again, like, this is not a boring comic. We're right. so far from getting into the meat of this story, and yet you're still moving at a great clip. Yes. So, the kid isn't scared of bears, uh, 
tigers or giant kind of piranhas <laughs> but when he sees that car that triggers a fight or flight he's opting to fight a little bit how about the physics on that tire dude with, yeah with that car kind of skid skidding it's really great and also we go from the skid to the next panel and guess what the car's slightly on the fish so now we do have a conflict of interest <laughs> right you run over my lunch and the boy you know yeah he pulled out a stump but how exactly strong is this little motherfucker well he could pick up a smart car and he's ready to go he has a little stick is ready to cause some damage but the girl she's got she got that pistol pretty hardcore for uh i don't know an all-ages comic you know what would have been cool if if uh we had that issue of uh of like the viz comic book issue of uh dragon ball is the translation i feel like is a little different because she it's acknowledged she's Bulma in this mm -hmm. but they did used to just call her bloomer which i think is what Bulma means so there uh, that would suggest that maybe there was even some other translation stuff that was maybe a little different so i i, I don't think you saw his little fucking piece man like his his, his genital units yeah, in, that, in the dragon ball comics that wouldn't surprise me hey you know what i do wonder about this is like you can see this is um i don't know washes or uh -huh. watercolor would this have been color originally? No, no, it was probably still a wash, but it could have been processed red ink. Uh, whenever there would be an introductory strip and, you know, the start of, like, many tanko like, you would get an extended amount of process color. Like, and sometimes it would be 32 pages. You know, usually the very first strip in a uh, Shonen Jump would get a, a good chunk of color beyond just, like, the eight pages or the two pages color and a couple more. They would get a nice, nice section and this guy's coming off of dr slump which is literally literally the the story the strip that makes shonen jump a winner like before that they had a couple like barefoot jen was it was in there but they did not have a hit maker like going to guy was off in some other magazine like fucking generated cutie honey and devil man and hit after hit and tezuko's at some other place shonen jump was a fucking also ran that became number one on the strength of Akira Toriyama. All that to say that when he decides to do this uh, Dragon Ball, I bet they put that up front. Having his interactions with the girl, she is looking for uh, for Dragon Balls. Uh, the boy, we're also establishing, he not only has he never seen a girl before, he's not been around hu human beings. Yeah, cars, everything is new to him. Yeah. Which, for storytelling possibilities, that it is certainly in the humorous vein, could do a lot with that. This is classic stuff. In America, it would be like a country bumpkin. You know, it'd be somebody coming out of the woods, especially if you go back, say, to the middle of the 20th century. <laughs> I'm thinking about that movie Kingpin with Randy Quaid uh, taking a dump in, in a urinal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, well-exercised troop, I think, here. Trope, trope here. She, uh, she spies her Goku's grandpa which is one of the Dragon Balls that she is on the hunt for. You get a one panel, like you said, to, in the splash, right? You get your one panel kind of explaining seven Dragon Balls, and you get to make a wish if you have them all. Oh, man, and great expressions, too, right? Like, how excited does she look here? Acting every page. Like, like when she comes into the joint, look at the curiosity mm -hmm. on her face when she spies that, that Dragon Ball, the great body movement and everything. You mentioned about goals early on, like what do these characters want? We know what she wants. She's been talking about it, and when she finally sees one, like it's very clear. Yes. Like now you're showing it. And and what's a conflict? This is my grandpa. You can't have my grandpa. 
It's the only thing I have left of him. So there's your conflict, you know, and she has to figure out a way to, uh, to kind of finagle that ball out off of this boy and keep and also keeping him dumb along the way. That's very true. For the Pacific Northwesters out there, I, 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 I am sorry to tell you that the comic fails the Bechdel test. When she uh, gets her goal, she, she wants a boyfriend. So, I'm sorry. You're going to have to put the comic <laughs> down. Uh, if you have any original Shonen Jumps with the story, you could send it to us. P.O. Box 3071. Um, she's thinking, I'm going to finesse this dude. He's a simp. I'm going to show him some draws. And he's going to get mouth, his mouth watering. But he's like, why do I want to see your stank ass? Your dirty butt, he calls it. She's like, my butt is not dirty. You know, little girl. It's a pretty interesting concept. You know, like one of the points of tension to me is she wants seven of these things. Yeah. And he has just a wants couple. one. Yeah. You know, like he, like grandpa is one for him. And it's, it's kind of interesting that, that idea of like, I don't know about greed, but you know, like she wants all of them. Right. It's such a, uh, there's so much good stuff in here, which and, speaks to that, like from the get go, yes. you know, like there's conflict. There's a lot of conflict and even these little bits, little details that create those conflicts. Shonen Jump is the hit making factory, right? So all the big series, they set up their MacGuffin really early. And here's the thing. This could be Quantum Leap. It could have been a series where the entire MacGuffin throughout the entire series is to get your seven. You know, it's not that like within these three volumes. He's good. They're gonna they're gonna marry all seven of these things up, have a wish, and then and then they get spread across the universe again. Uh, so that's one of those cool things too in manga, like this fast pace. Uh, he's not reliant on that. He's setting up this stuff, and obviously, what the comic becomes, uh, the Dragon Balls become incidental. It becomes just a title almost. Uh, another piece of. Um, the big hits of Shonen Jump. And remember, guys, weekly deadlines on this thing. So uh, you could just name them. Uh, all the great series. If you build in the potential and a possibility of a little bit of Deus Ex Machina, you can write yourself out of a lot of paper bags, man. So, so she has these capsules that just bring you whatever you need. Think about Hakuto no Shinken, right? Hakuto no Ken, uh, Fist of the North Star. I could always touch you somewhere and destroy you. And I might have even touched you at a pressure point last month. Right. That takes 30 days. <laughs> so if I'm bound up and I'm tied up and you're about to dip me into a volcano. Right. Do you remember that handshake that we had <laughs> 30 volumes ago? Boom! And then the guy dies and releases Kenshiro. So, like, you got to kind of build these bits in just so that you have that and her little capsules build vehicles homes all kinds of weapons made me think of herbie whenever i was reading this and his lollipops that i'll have the totally deus ex lollipops yeah, totally. man so there you go dude you you have your you have your 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 your, your buddies man and here's that example of seeing those vehicles in many different angles um, establishing like sort of what these vehicles can do, jumping off things, and it's a it's a nimble craft, you know, and that and that kind of plays a part into the the end of this. Once again, calls back to that original page where we have Goku yeah. jumping and swinging off branches. It's motion and physics, right? You know, it's these characters bouncing around through this story, 
in a very visually entertaining way. As I understand it, and if you see the Toriyama books and stuff, like the, his art books and, and even the back of the video games and stuff, uh, Bird Studio is his studio. And that word studio, and certainly in terms of manga, implies like a, a bunch of people. He has th like two, three guys. And a lot of it is people who spot blacks. If you notice, like in the regular part of the comic there's no tones uh so it's mostly people spotting the blacks and when he creates like the super saiyan shits the blondes it's just so he doesn't have to spot blacks it's economy um he he establishes the scenery and then he'll have other guys pick up from there and do the background works but he'll always draw like the first backgrounds uh he's doing most of the work is what i'm saying and it's interesting it, to think of like the main guy like like on a chapter one right really establishing a world yeah. characters look tone all that stuff and then you know maybe bringing in your your assistants going forward is like keep keep this all in mind right one of the great page turns of this episode is when you flip it and then you see this really whimsically uh constructed like pterodactyl yes just grabs our girl knock a tooth out for for good measure on her uh but still Goku is your little Abner. He's just a doofus, very capable doofus. Gets tied up and even asks a question: Why would he tie me up? You know, there's that that bit in um, Fist of the North sort of starts off that way, where Kenshiro gets bound up in prison, and could could always get out. So he sees the interaction, thinks they're playing. And by the way, she runs off. The whole reason she runs into this guy, is she has to pee. Yes, and he's so like, there's a reason for it, you know. Yeah. It's, it's it's not as random as uh, you know, as it, as it could be. Sure, I appreciate that totally. I love that as fantastic as it is, like we've all had to pee. Yeah, anybody of any age can relate to that. Right, it's so easy to follow because of that kind of those kinds of choices. Yeah, pee out in the wheel outside. Everybody's done it. We established the nimbleness of that uh, vehicle. Let's put it to use a little bit. Uh, one of the great splash pages right there, dude, with the physics of uh, back, awesome. back, back wheel motion. It's awesome. And his expression. You know, it's so small. Like, I look at that and I go, that bike looks awesome. And then you look at him and, and it's just like, oh, look at that face. So good, man. He has gotten well beyond his 10,000 hours practice. Like, a Raleigh Chan in Dr. Slump, who is similar proportions... Uh, is always they're always inventing robots and vehicles and and motorcycles and things like he is just he's choosing to draw this stuff so he's just he's just great at it the speed that he's able to communicate too is really remarkable let's add another wrinkle he's got the little uh the stick that can fucking extend itself and he's gonna put that to use knock the horn off that pterodactyl <laughs> jam it up sayonara to him but you got to uh, reestablish contact with Bulma, who is hanging from one of those twigs that's sticking. Or I guess that is no, his, his, his bow staff. Yeah, that's his staff. He, he saves her. Yes. Uh, she pees her pants. You see the drips and drabs. You know, the, 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 the turd emoji on your phone comes from Toriyama and comes from Dr. Slump. Uh, I have no the, idea. Like, like she, like, like Arale Chan, she, she, her her kryptonite is feces and and uh she can do anything but like if you if there's turds nearby she she's incapable so like that little like turd with the cone is uh that's a otomo i mean that's a toriyama design 
And so what I'm saying is he's not above the shit humor. The Japanese are into that. You'll find a lot of that. So peeing the pants, all that stuff. But here we have established this girl's on the hunt for these Dragon Balls. She's got almost half of them. Also seven. It's a great number because you at least have, say, four other stories that you definitely can do. You know, when you have this weekly fucking grind, he's setting himself up for success in terms of drumming up some ideas for the next week's chapter and the next week's chapter and so on and, and so forth. And a very clear anticipation built in the reader. Yeah. You know, like I'm counting down. Totally. We want to see that. We want to see them get to the seven. Also, she's got some secrets, right? Right. So we know stuff that, that Goku doesn't know. Yes. Which, uh, you know, I mean, it's those are all storytelling 101s. But as we're going through this and thinking about like what's in this first issue, what's here, you know, totally. there's all this setup. You mentioned the MacGuffin is there early. It makes me think about some of the number ones we look at and come away less satisfied. And I think like, yeah, there's no MacGuffin. There's no clarity as to what any of these characters want. And, and you know, it's almost a common um, shortcoming in yeah. a lot of those books. And I just think like, just checklist that stuff. Yeah. Like make sure we know why any of these characters are doing what they're doing. And in a lot of cases, there is no reason. Yes. And a lot of like, like don't be afraid of conflict. Put some conflict in there, but have it make sense. Uh, the, the, we looked at that Gen 13 one, and we looked at Steampunk one, and they just wanted to run to fights. I don't even think there was a fight in Steampunk. I don't know. I could only read four pages until uh-huh. I got fucking completely bored with it. But this episode one of Dragon Ball came to mind after looking through those comics because of just how tightly and clearly the uh, the world is established within you know 30 pages. Same amount of pages that you guys had with your steampunks and your Gen 13s. Show us something. Set us up. Make yeah, us excited so about checking the next here. one. I, I was so happy whenever I read this, and I thought, like, this is uh, one thanks, Ed. This was a good, <laughs> yeah. a good choice this week. But, you know, you checklist, like, what is in here? We've got two or three fights, depending on how you describe some of the fights. You know, there's some conflict with that fish. There's conflict with the pterodactyl. There's conflict with Balma. Uh, it, it doesn't feel dense. It doesn't feel, like, overly stuffed or that we're missing anything. And yet, a lot happens. There might be 70 words. Like, I like I, if, if I was thinking down this road, I, I, I would have literally counted. But there might be 100 words put on on this 32 page story and we get so much more from this than a way more dense you know image comic from the 90s and you know we shit on that we laugh at that stuff uh when i was starting red room up and i'm like i'm gonna grab like every image number one of the past bunch of years and like see what that is now that these motherfuckers are writing for the trade that conflict gets established three issues in it's fucking bullshit it's trash. It's a dumb way to use a comic book pamphlet. Yeah, it feels like exploitation of your money. And uh, we see that these guys set it up with the same amount of pages. And guess what? There's still more story to tell. You don't got to spread what's 20 pages in here across six issues of an image comic. That is a dog-eared copy, as they say. Ed. Well read. When did you get that? When it came out, man. I would, like, but but I had other versions. Like I okay. had, I had even before this, there was bigger versions, and I just kept getting rid of stuff, giving it away to nephews and cousins and things, mm-hmm. and then ju- I would just grab like this, uh, and read the fuck out of it. Anyhow, Jimmy. You good to go? Yes. The Kayfabers uh, who supported us on Patreon got to watch this video in a live stream and uh, they get these edited videos way before Gen Pop does. So if you want to 
be part of that you want to support the channel in that way please hit up our patreon but we have books out in the wild also and that is another way for you to support uh the kayfabe channel and us as cartoonists Jimmy, tell the people what you have on the stands right now. Plain Janes and Street Angel Deadly Girl Live are out right now. Hulk Grand Design coming to your local store February 22nd. Pre-order that if you have not already. And Street Angel Princess of Poverty is ready for a pre-order from Image Comics. So pick that one up along with Deadly Girl Live. It'll be all the Street Angel comics that exist so far. And you can join me on patreon.com slash jimrug to see what's next and to download some of my out-of-print zines and mini-comics. Red Room uh, is the name of the game right now, man. Trigger Warnings and the Anti-Social Network trade paperback are in stores right now. Uh, 2023 is the 10th year anniversary of the hip-hop comics. Man, if you haven't checked it out yet, please please check those out. Uh, X-Men Grand Design is a three-volume series that I have out from Marvel Comics and WYSIWYG. Uh, what else do we have out there, Jimmy? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, hats, stickers, mugs, all kinds of great merchandise at a spread shop. That link is also under the video. Another great way to support the channel. Given those marching orders, Jim, we'll be on our way. Read more manga.